Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much. Whether this is your very first time of listening or you are one of this growing tribe of people who want to use media to find seekers, I just want to welcome you to this. I am honored to be a part of this journey with you. I am honored to be able to be a part of, in in just a little way, of the work that you are doing, whether that be around the world or right here in the United States, which is where we are located at. I am just thankful for this day and age that we live in, for the opportunities that we have to be able to get the gospel out there because there are people who are seeking. Now, in this week's podcast, I just want to answer some questions that I have been getting from those of you who listen to it. And I'm, I'm sorry when I can't always respond back to every message that we get here or every little question that we can get. But when I'm seeing questions pop up and a lot of them from the same types of questions, I want to make sure that I try to answer them through the podcast. And so there's going to be some really three different ones today that I want to address for you. And the first one is just this whole ad boycott that is happening on Facebook. In you know, if you're on media, if you're watching the news or Facebook or whatever, you're gonna see that this has become a big issue. In the world that we live in right now, a lot of major brands are boycotting doing Facebook ads. They're pausing their Facebook ads for the month of July, which is when this podcast is being recorded and coming out. And they're doing it because they're frustrated with Facebook and their unwillingness to censor what they see as being wrong ads. And and my point today is not to say they are right or they are wrong. I, I'm not trying to jump into that that arena at all. I want to approach it from what does it mean for you and for me? Because this is the question that I get asked a lot. Well, in my interactions with Facebook and with people that work there and just running a ton of ads for a lot of different people is that you and I who are specifically targeting seekers, for those of us who are trying to get the gospel message out there in front of people who are wanting to know more about just who Jesus is, or you're trying to get a gospel video or something out there, or you're, you're trying to pray for people, whatever that might be, I doubt that this ad boycott is going to make a major impact on what you do. Now, I, I do think it's important, as I always say, to be testing and seeing about whether or not you know these things do make an impact. But if anything, there may be less competition. There, there may be, you may find that your ad costs are, are a little bit lower. But truthfully, honestly, I doubt it has much of an impact there. What I would be looking at more is how does this affect people who are using Facebook? Are there less people who are using it? The viewers, the people, the amount of time that they spend on Facebook, all of those kind of metrics 
to me are really, really important. I'm watching them and I'm always trying to think, well, what if Facebook wasn't here? What if Instagram wasn't here? What would I be doing? What channels would I be working in? That kind of an area. And, and I hope that you're thinking that way as well. One of the things to think strategically I, I say this and I think this, and I didn't think it out, but I, I really have tried to implement this, is to, to play chess, not checkers. Because in checkers, you're just making a move. You're just doing one thing. But in chess, you're trying to get two or three or four steps out there in front of, of your opponent. Well, think the same way with your media strategy. Look at these things, be testing, be seeing, but also always put your ear to the ground. Always be seeing with your targeting persona, who you're trying to reach, is the usage changing? Are they on it less? And one of the things that I've seen from those who are testing is that internationally, Facebook is not going down. And so I hear from people, oh, well, nobody uses Facebook. Well, that's just not true. Millions, billions of people use Facebook. But what happens when it's not there? It doesn't hurt us to be thinking about what would we need to do different. Because right now, you just can't beat it for targeted ads. But in the future, if this were to go away, if this there's a huge outcry, if, if Mark Zuckerberg doesn't change on things, or whatever else, if the government gets involved, well, you're going to notice that things will change. Another aspect of this is with Hong Kong. And so you have, you have Facebook and you have Twitter and you have other people who are saying, you know, we're not going to be sharing our information or we don't do this. I'm encouraged by that, to be honest with you, because one of the security risks of doing this is always in these certain locations that there is a risk of people finding out and wanting to cause harm to those of you who are trying to make Jesus famous. And so... I appreciate when Google, when others go, hey, we're not going to do that. That to me is an encouragement to see that, that they are protecting people when it comes to that. So that's just my opinion on that. Just something that I'm seeing and thinking through as I look through this. And so uh, I hope that that's a benefit to you and that obviously you will test and see and make some of these decisions for you and for your ministry um, that fit best with what you're seeing and with what you believe. Now, the next two questions are a little bit more specific, and they are very much some how-to and some things like that. And the very first one is from a team that's working, and obviously I can't share where, but they, they had emailed saying, hey, when do we use Facebook ads, and when do we simply boost a, po a post, and how do we know the difference between that? Well, that's a great question, and one of the things that I find when I'm working with a church or a ministry or somebody is they'll say, oh, we've, we've done ads before. But when I dig into it, really what they've done are boosted posts. And so if you've ever created a post for your page, you'll notice where it says boost right there on the, the post itself. Right before, when you're done doing it and you're, you're creating it into, you're ready to do it, it's going to say boost post, which is a gray button right next to the blue one that says post. And so when you're doing these this content, organic content, and we're going to have a, a podcast episode about organic content here in the future. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it today at the next question. But when you're putting out this content on Facebook or Instagram, sometimes it can be confusing of should we use ads or should we boost it? And really, what's the difference between that? 
So the biggest difference between Facebook ads and just your regular post and doing a boosted post is the ability to do targeting, the ability to choose multiple objectives to use the ad manager when you're doing it. Facebook ads offer really specific targeting options. They let you target people by age or by location or interest or maybe they've done things on your ministry page already. They have so many more formatted options that you can do. You can do carousel ads or slideshows. There's just a lot of different things that they're, they allow you to do within the ad manager. Now, when you're boosting a post, well, it just doesn't do that. That's not there. A boosted posts are a lot less of complex, maybe, than a Facebook ad. They're a lot easier, and that's what Facebook wants you to do. They want you to just hit boost posts and to give them some money. But honestly, many, many times, if you do boosted posts, you're just wasting the money. You may want people to be sending you a prayer request, but by the objective that a boosted post does, it simply won't do that. It's not being designed to do what you're wanting it to do. So a boosted post is something where you're trying to get more engagement. So it's those likes. It is that people seeing it, engaging with the post. That's where a boosted post could be used and could be effective. So if you have, let's say, two examples. Let's say you already have a tribe. You have people who have liked your page. And you put it out on an organic, well, you may not get a lot of people who see it. That's just the reality that Facebook and Instagram is far more of a pay-to-play environment. Well, if you want to make sure that that your tribe is seeing what you're putting out there, you can boost that post to go to people who have liked your page. So that's, that's a great way where you could do that. You could use it as research to get a little bit of engagement and see what people think about it, all right? So that's that's fine. You could use it to grow your social proof. You could get it so that, you know, there's more people who have liked it. And then you could reuse it again with a different ad objective. Now, all of these are ones that are already available, though, under Ad Manager, So you you can do everything that you could do by hitting boost. You can do by just going into ad manager and you can get more detailed targeting. You can do so much more when you jump into that area. And so I never click boost post. I, I just don't. For me personally, when I'm running ads for someone, I just jump in there to the ad manager and I will decide what is it that I'm wanting to do. So if you're just trying to do page likes, which honestly don't spend money doing that unless you're just getting started, okay? But in, if, you're, if you're wanting page likes or you're wanting some comments maybe or you're wanting people to share it or if you're trying to do top-level awareness, something like that, you could probably do boosted, okay? That'd be all right. But pretty much anything else, you've got video views or you're wanting really detailed targeting, you're wanting website conversions, you're wanting people to do something specific on your website, well, then you're going to need to do it through the ad manager, Right, so there you can do so much. You can choose where your ads are placed. You can choose your objectives through the ad manager. You control the creatives so much better on it. You have so much retargeting and advanced targeting. So please, if you have been one of those people who hit boost posts a lot, try to spend some time to get in there and just into ad manager and use that in- instead. 
All right, so is there a difference? There's a huge difference. And I would encourage you to be using the more powerful tool of the ad manager. So go about that, discover it. There's courses on our Kavanaugh Media site about how to do that, and I hope that it helps you. Now, the next question, still within Facebook and Instagram, is when do we make an organic post and when do we use Facebook stories? Well, in reality, those are, are, are two different things. So if you are doing a personal post, you will see the option to post something to your story. Now, that's different than if you're trying to do as a page or whatever else. So you have the news feed and you have a story when it comes to Facebook. And so when you're creating that post, it's going to give you options there to add it to your story. And that is a story is an area where it's, it's really specific, where it is videos or pictures, all right? And these stories have a, a life to them, a life cycle to them. The Facebook story, if you do a post, let's say that, if you do something that's just a regular post that goes to your newsfeed, it's going to be there forever or until you delete it or whatever else. But the story is temporary, and it's going to last about 24 hours. And so after that, then it's gone. Well, a lot of people really like that, and it's kind of this new area. If anything, stories are growing. So if you have the right type of content, if you have pictures, this is great with like scripture memes, pictures of, with scripture on top of a picture or something else. Make sure you put your logo on it. But let, maybe you do something like that. Well, a story would be a great place. And it doesn't have to be an either-or if it's you personally. Okay, So if you're posting this to your own personal page, do, do a story and do the news feed, just a regular post. The, the, the issue more on organic is whether or not you want to make every post you do into an ad or do you want to just put some of them out there and not put ads behind it. And there's two parts to this, and I'm going to talk more later on about how to grow your organic in a different podcast. But one thing that I've noticed is that when you do an, an ad and you spend money, your next organic post usually will get a little bit better engagement anyway. More people will see it. I'm not sure why that is, but I've seen it happen over and over and over. So you could layer, you could do an ad, and then you could do one that is not an ad that just posts to your page, and hopefully you'll get a little bit better reach and engagement on those. The other area that I tend to use organic on a lot is I use it as a test. So I will put something out there organically, whether that's to a story or just to the newsfeed, okay, either one. And I use it to see, knowing that my reach is going to be less, my engagement is going to be smaller because I'm not putting money behind it. But I want to see how those people who do engage with it, how they're reacting. And I use it as a free way to build social proof. And then many times I will go in and create an ad using an existing post. So you go into Ad Manager, when you go through your targeting, your budget, all those things, the dates, all those things you want to do, and then when you get to creating the ad itself, there's a place where you can click to use existing post. So that's where I use organic a lot, is to test, to, to see just how people are engaging with it, 
to, without putting money behind it, to build some social proof, those likes and shares, things like that. And then I will create an ad from that existing post. A lot of people don't even realize it's there, but you can just press a button, it's right up there, and it's gonna say use existing post. And then when you click on it, it will bring up your previous post that you've done, and you can pick the one that you want to go ahead and create an ad from. So that's how I tend to use it. We're gonna talk a lot more about that in, in a later podcast, but that's when I would use organic. If not, then I I have a very intentional, I spend intentionally, I will spend less so that I can be consistent. If anything, instead of just spending a ton of money and then doing nothing for three or four weeks, I would encourage you to spend less but be very consistent and then use organic to supplement or to augment what you're doing through your tribe that you have there or to test with your tribe to see what kind of content they're responding to. So I hope that helps. Uh, Today's podcast is just a little bit longer than what it normally is, but I just wanted to answer some of those questions, and so I hope it does. I hope God blesses what you all are doing. Thank you again for when you send me these questions, and please accept my apology if I cannot always answer every one of them, but I will do my best to, every once in a while, have a podcast where I'm grouping these questions together and trying to answer them for you. So, as I always say to you, and I mean it with all my heart, keep testing, keep testing and seeing what is happening right now. Just because it didn't work six months ago doesn't mean it won't work now. Always be thinking ahead, always being testing and seeing what is God doing among social media that's out there. And as always, know this, I am praying for you all, and I am praying that God will bless your efforts. So, until next time, take care, and may God bless all you do. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.